Welcome to Nerdy For, the podcast where I, Amy Brown, ask interesting people what they're nerdy for, and I have the most interesting person in my life here tonight. I have Linda Gibbs, excuse me, Linda Lee Fitzgerald Gibbs, my mother. Say hi, mom. Hi, mom. No, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you're doing a great job. I'm kidding. Talking to the microphone, though. Like, yeah, you have to lean forward. Is your back okay? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I have my mom here. Yay. I love my mom. I talk about my mom a lot in my set because she's um, OG. She's an original gangster feminist from the 70s. She went to law school when they weren't letting a lot of women in. I have a new joke about that. I, I'm like, they wouldn't let... Uh, more than 10 women at in at a time. I'm like, why Why would they do that? Were they worried the women would get the law books all period-y or something? And that does get a laugh. And then I'm like, well, I did um, see a picture of old school maxi pads when I was in health class. And those maxi pads look about as big as an encyclopedia, uh, hopefully with less paper cuts. I mean, like, Old, not to go right into maxi pads right off the top of the bat here, but old school maxi pads also had like some sort of four point harness system. Did you ha- like, do you remember having like, do you see those pictures, mom? You can talk now. Pictures? Pictures. I saw, I didn't see an actual one that had the harness, but they like showed a picture in their health book. I like that you don't let her say anything. You just first ask her about her old maxi pads. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> okay. I don't remember seeing a lot of pictures of maxi pads. Okay. Although I did see maxi pads. Right. And did they have like a belt with clips? To that hold was it before in? my time. Before Thank your time. goodness. Yeah. Because I feel like the only thing wearing seatbelts in the 50s were maxi pads. None no, of the children wore, that's for sure. But everybody could figure out how to use suspenders. Oh, so they had to have suspender-based <laughs> feminine products? Same idea the patriarchy when will it stop (laughs) (laughs) all right mom you can talk now what do you want to talk about um well i think i'm probably the only person you've had that is retired from something oh and a lot of your podcast people are on the way up in their careers (laughs) and i've finished my career and i want to say how lucky i was to have the career i had which was an administrative judge in a family court mm. because for a living, I got to ask people questions and they felt obliged to answer them. Okay. Because they wanted to win. And, and they, I and could they, ask them any questions I want. And they had to answer them. And they would try to answer them. Things like, you mean to say you think your husband's brother is the father of this child? No, you can't have a genetic test. Oh. Or you're not working because you're injured? And what's the nature of your disability? Oh, you ruptured your penis? <laughs> well, then uh, wait, could wait, you hold. please tell me how that happened? Joel, yeah, how, many, it... how many penis rupturings did you have? <laughs> Only one, but it was a full trial. Ooh. We had to assign an attorney. We had to go through a full trial. The court reporter Did he have to had to keep his, leaving the room because she couldn't she was giggling. keep track. <laughs> um, it was a very interesting trial because the presenting attorney. I don't use any names. Okay, <laughs> okay. There we go. the presenting attorney um, representing the petitioner in this matter managed to use the term "ruptured penis" in every sentence. He said. Now, 
Before you ruptured your penis, what was your address? <laughs> what was your address? <laughs> so, what was your before you ruptured your penis? What was your career? Are you the presiding judge over this? Yes. So it's not a jury. No. So every time he's saying ruptured penis, is he thinking if it was a man, he would be like, oh, my God, this poor man. When I hear ruptured penis, I think of one of those poppers from ho- from Christmas time and, and you pull it apart. Wee, confetti comes out. I don't like, think any fun. confetti came did out. He, did, did his ruptured penis grant him the win? Um, not really. Can I do a genetic test on the baby? No, that's the other case. Oh, okay. <laughs> there wasn't a baby created. There was a ruptured penis. Did you work at Maury Povich? <laughs> yeah, this, so this is like he just was out of work because his his penis uh, it, it, exploded. Oh, it 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 exploded. Yeah, and owie, and he didn't wasn't able to go to work for several days and was got his, fired from uh, his job. Was for failure his to job in pornography? Was his job in pornography? No, it was not in pornography. Was his I'd job? I'd say if my penis exploded, it would definitely make me not be able to go to work. Yes, yes. <laughs> Was yeah. his job as an underwear model? No. No. Was his job as a door-to-door salesman? No, I believe... Then I think you're okay, right? You can go to job without your penis. I I, I don't think he really uh, physically could move around very much for enough. several days. They probably could, they put a splint on it. Yeah. <laughs> now, what is a penis rupturing? I know you were, you were you're not a doctor. You were just the, the, the judges. But what does well, a penis rupturing wait, entail? Was, was this before Google? Could the you even Google it? Okay. rupture, and it expands, and it's oh. horrendously painful, oh, like accordingly, I believe. Oh, okay. Elephantitis okay. of the weenie. Yeah. And this happened in his fiance's parents' home while they were out shopping Mm. And unfortunately, they arrived home as the ambulance was taking him out oh. of the front door to the hospital. Now, that's a rupture because an ambulance uh, pickup is expensive if you don't have insurance. True. And um, <laughs> he introduced this woman that came to court with him as his fiance, although he was nowhere near divorced. Oh, and a ha- putting the cart before the horse. we never heard or saw her again. So I think maybe either he was afraid of a future rupture or she just dumped him. If she came to court the first time, it might have been a coming to Jesus where she's like, why am I hitching my wagon to this guy? Oh, yeah. But there was no warning labels on a lot of people I saw in court and there should have been. Like for people who are falling in love with them? and Like like already has four child support orders you know, stay away. Is that is that an app? Is there a way to, like, when you're at the bar or however people hook up these days, it's probably all apps already to find the guy. Yeah. yeah. And then maybe there's, like, an like just, like, a link on Grindr. I don't know these apps. I think Grindr's that's the gay uh, one. specific, mainly for gay men. For gay, for gay men. Okay, uh, honeypot.com. What are they called? Biscuits and gravy, I got you. What are the apps called? I mean, there's a bunch. That, like, t- uh, Tinder, Hinge, okay. Bumble. Okay. And then yeah, in your profile should be a link to court orders, uh, yeah, unpaid parking tickets. Paying 60% of his net income in child yeah. support already. That kind of thing. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. That would be really That would be time really useful. It could save a lot of effort. Well, there we go. Yeah. I got to say, penis ruptures are really but, to- a topper for a great podcast story yeah, start. Yeah. Well, that that's why the job was fantastic because I worked in a soap opera, mm-hmm. basically. Um, for 20 years and it every day was different and when he came out with that term I had 
two security guards in the back of the room, both De- of deputies, whom right? winced, yeah. crossed their yeah. legs, and left the room. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to pass out. And my clerk, who was sitting next to me, took my file away from me, put it up over her face, and sunk under the table, and we had to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I guess a penis rupture is a real thing. Did you Google it? I mainly talked. I was googling it. You're right. Uh, yeah. I was mainly talking about. I, um, I can feel your energy when you get excited. Penile fractures. It, it, uh, oh. Well, and, there's no bones. Cor- yeah, yeah, but so, in there, but yeah, it's a, a blood vessel issue. Yeah, I was. I couldn't find anything about the blood vessels, but it was talking yeah. about most all of it is just due to over strenuous use during intercourse. Right. Exactly. So what had happened? Yeah. So he probably he was banging too hard. Oh. Well, no, it was giving directions accurately. She was on top. He said, "Go left." She went to her left. Stage left. left. Stage left. That's why Ah. we only use stage terms in our bedroom. Yeah. So (laughs) that was the issue. Interesting. Could happen to anybody. I I I like how vividly you remember these details, but I also (laughs) feel like if I had a a penis eruption court case, I would remember everything. (laughs) You'd be like, "Actually, we don't need the stenographer. I can read it back to you exactly what was just said." Yeah. As this is now seared into my brain. Yeah. Yeah, that does stick in there. Also, yeah. like a, a cautionary tale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so that's I highly recommend if if you uh, want to get through law school to try to get a job in family court. Uh, yeah, uh, I have a friend in family court. She says it's devastating. And it's it can be very depressing. But um, two friends in family court. Yeah, uh, you are useful in a lot of ways, and it is very interesting. Right, like Maury Porvich show yeah. every day. Yeah. Am I saying that right? I don't think I can say yeah. his name. I think so. I okay. Porvich? Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you have to, like, um, uh, the paternity test says, did you have, like, an envelope oh, and open it up in court from the doctor and say, like, oh, we or would, did the lawyers get it and they tell everybody and they decide not to go to court about it? didn't have a lot of lawyers in court because they were... Oh, they didn't come afford them. They couldn't so afford like, wait, them. Wait, court, or, was it court-appointed then? Sometimes it would be court appointed if they were looking at going to jail for, for not paying, some reason, but not, not in support. paternity cases, unless they wanted one for some reason. But yes, um, you had to say, you know, it, it was 99.9 or it was zero. I mean, it was all or nothing in paternity cases. Did um, genetic testing become available during your tenure? Like, was it oh, before yeah. you have no when idea? I started, who the it was a blood is. test. And oh. fairly soon after that, it was just the swab okay. test. So the whole time you've been able to test a child for paternity. Yeah. Test people. People would send other people to the test. Oh. So then they started taking pictures of the people that they were testing. Oh, my gosh. And even when people knew that they were taking pictures, they would still try to send somebody else oh my goodness. to the test. Oh, wow. And then it would be... Um, not paternity and the woman would say this can't be real and then we'd show her the picture and she goes that's his brother (laughs) (laughs) i guess the guy was thinking it was close enough or something i don't know that's wild yeah so it was yeah um yeah we weren't did you ever go ahead sorry we we weren't dealing with the top sometimes the top of of the uh Oh yeah. my gosh. Genetic no. tree. Here? I don't know yeah. how science works. I can see myself doing them, making the same mistakes. <laughs> yeah. I thought our our pans um, from being in the basement made the handles hot, but we had. Thank you. That's the right face, mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had changed from an electric stove to a gas one, 
and that's the change that made it. Not uh, the, the pans were in the basement. They must something must have changed about them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not that smart. In the middle of the night. I don't know. It was for six months. <laughs> we were redoing the kitchen. Yeah. So um, dirty. Wait, wait. Do you yeah. have a, have you ever had a woman come like a guy suing a woman for? Oh, that's the that's one of the that's the sad part. You'd see a guy come in suing a, a mom for child support. Is she like it's not my baby? She, and she no, has no. to get the test, or they're like, oh, we have your no, records she, from she, the hospital. She had him for a boyfriend. They had a child together. Paternity was established. Usually, he would have just signed the papers and not come to court. And then she got bored with him. And went and found a new boyfriend and left him with a child. And he comes to court looking like he hasn't slept in a month. Yeah, new mm-hmm. babies. Because he's trying to take care of the child and work and his mother's helping him. And she's like pregnant again. Oops-a-daisy. With a new guy. And you're telling her she has to pay child support. And she's like, well, how can I do that? And you ask her a trick question. Oh, what's the trick question? How much what is the lap dance? What were your plans for supporting your first child before you decided to get pregnant? And you got a really good blank look. Decided to get pregnant? Oh, they probably do have access to health, like to like. Oh yeah, birth control yeah. and everything. Yep. The, uh, this was like before. Though was this like the because now they have like the thing that goes in your arm, or you you stick a thing in your hoo ha and it's there for a year and you're good, like. And people like hopefully it's thing healthcare is expensive, but shout yeah. out P- Planned Parenthood for having a, affordable healthcare for women. And then you have to explain that if she doesn't pay her child support, she might end up having the current yeah. child that she hasn't had yet in jail. So if you have zero, like so if you have no job <clears throat> and you have a baby, and you still have no job. What what's the amount of child support you have to pay? Fifty dollars a month. Oh. That's like a cell phone, right? I can't. I don't know what yeah. anything costs. So usually, what happens <laughs> yeah, is yeah, yeah. the new boyfriend pays it. Oh, that's nice. Until she does the same thing again, leaves him again. And we had serial once. I mean, you see the same name, and you see another exhausted guy with his child. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. When she's bipolar. So there's the whole thing with the warning labels. It works yeah. both ways. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I've, I've never had to go to family court. I did go to traffic court uh, three years in a row for expired tags. Oh. And uh, the judge, remember, it was the same judge. And then she was just like, uh, you have to pay full court fees. And if you come back in for the exact same thing, I'm going to find something else to charge you for because this is... Ridiculous. And I was just like, yeah, this is on me. I should have <laughs> this for sure. Were you depressed? Because that's like the behavior of couldn't a depressed you, person. Couldn't you I just put for, a warning in your phone that... I just like, forgot about it all the time, and I was and I was also on a lot. Of, this was like early twenties, so I was just on a lot of drugs and not taking care of many things. <laughs> and then I really believed her because she she was she like you know first and second year she was like two years in a row. How did you forget about this? And then third year she was like, I remember you, and I was just like, yeah. She goes, yeah, three years. No, and then I believed her. Uh, I now I I do I, I don't even live in that county anymore because that was in Tennessee. Yeah. But now I'm just so scared. I've I've never dealt. You know, I, now I do it. I'm now a responsible adult, especially now you can just go to kiosk and do yeah. it now. I, yeah. I had a I guy that I, that I remembered because I think I had him on four paternity cases, different women. God. And then he comes in and he's like, oh, yeah, I, this, I, I don't know. And it turned out that time he had 
two babies born in the same hospital. <laughs> to two, of course, to two different women at the same time. A hound dog at He's the same time. time. So it was easy for him to do visitation to the. To the mothers, because they were literally like in the same floor of the same hospital. He's spreading his seed. And He's so gang as, is conning it. Gong as gong. Uh, <laughs> we're doing the paperwork at the end of the case. He's promising me it's never going to happen again. And I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> he's a sweet talker. That's how we get those ladies in the bed. He's yeah. like, there's a woman on the bench So up that there. makes him have six children with six different women. So, spreading so, it around. Yeah. Was, was like, Nick Cannon has a bunch of kids. He's got like 12 kids. Does he? Yeah, yeah he, I think I saw a meme about that yesterday. This was not a guy that was making... Yeah, any, yeah, yeah. He's not he was an unemployed them. sheetrock person. I mean... Well, yeah. he's, of course he's unemployed. He's too busy having sex. <laughs> right, he's got the moves. Yeah. He should, yeah, door-to-door salesman. He also should know that he's too... Uh, he's, he's too virile. He's got... His sperm is too good. Yeah. If it's, if it's hitting that much, you got to calm it down. <laughs> Or worry about other kinds of diseases you could get for, yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. I don't think he's doing a lot of long-term yeah. planning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we and we had to tell people that when they got the we got the genetic test back, sometimes it said HIV positive. Oh my god! Oh, we had to tell that's terrifying, especially them, before they had medicines. And the mom, the baby, the baby have it? No, the mom. The mom or would the have man, it? whichever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, either way, that's we had terrifying. To, had to tell them you better. Did they go. start crying right there. They were sort of in shock. Yeah. Did you have anyone cry in your in your room? Oh yeah. Like real tears. Oh, yeah. I bet. Yeah. It's family court. It's family, family court. court. Uh, but not the not the part that's that rips your heart out, like deciding what parent gets a child. Mm-hmm. Or things that's like that. That's rough. That's the rough one. Did you ever? Did you ever have someone where you decide which parent gets the child, and the one that didn't get it was like, "Woo!" <laughs> <laughs> well, before I was a law guardian and represented <laughs> <That's so> children. <laughs> I represented children uh, in law. In yeah. before I became an administrative judge, and I'd have to write a report about who I recommended to be the parent. The parent, the, the, and I'd be like, "None of the above." Where's the box yeah. that I could pick? None of the above on this form could i just go and find anybody else you know just the kid would be safer yeah in a different situation i have a friend in atlanta and she is a foster parent and she's been able to take care of these children while the parent goes through rehab and then reunite the child Mm -hmm. with the parent and it's all happy like she's done it a couple times and Mm -hmm. it's been all lovely and happy uh, to the point, like she's befriended, like it was yeah. all open, and it was she's befriended some of them, and the that's do- because the parent really was serious. Yeah, they were just having struggling with drugs. Yeah, yeah, like a lot of people, and, and a lot of times it's not that; it's that the mother has chosen this boyfriend who is doing bad things with the child. Oh God! Mm-hmm. And they've picked the boyfriend over their child. Over their child. So you're not. That's a mother that's not going to get that child back. That's good. And the father is like, doesn't really want the child when you still have to pick somebody. What do you do then? In New York State, there's this, or even the federal government's really big in reuniting families. Yeah. You try to find a grandparent. That's a great idea. Yeah. So, well, you better stay alive. I know my kids are about to go to college. I was just about to go to college. One, only one of them has like two more years until. <laughs> this is what happens. Grammy comes over and I'm like, take care of Grammy. Order her food on DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> 
she likes sub sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think my kids need any more taking care of. Mm-hmm. A little bit. We're, mm-hmm. we're at the finish line almost. We're at the finish there's line. Some, yes, there's she... some hurdles to yeah. be mm-hmm. to be made, but they're making progress. Well, one of them's all I cooked. I saw you went and visited uh, another, which one? Yeah, we took our younger son to visit college last yeah. weekend in uh, University of Colorado That's Boulder. That's what I was. I thought it was yeah, it's Boulder. a beautiful school, and it has a rock climbing wall inside the rec center and it's like three stories tall with like skylights on the top of it and you did walk Kenton, into the did building Kenton, like did Kenton ah! go on the, the wall oh they were both foaming at the mouth to climb this wall <laughs> and it was snowing outside and it was all like beautiful windows everywhere it was wild um yeah so okay. so i recommend um that for a career if you don't really have something so I've heard like um, there's this sounds so sexist. There's uh, uh, careers that are better suited for people who are, and I think this has actually been debunked. Everything I'm about to say, but there's women are supposed to have more connections from the left to the right side of the brain, uh, so that's why we can like have emotional intelligence and logic uh, at the same time. Uh, and I think they like is the left and the right side of the brain not even a thing anymore. I got to listen to more Freakonomics podcasts. Um, but so law was one of the ones they said. And then also being like a leader in charge of uh, people. So you can be compassionate towards uh, your employees. And a, a law person needs to be able to see both sides of an argument and be very verbal. Yeah. I don't have a point here. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's, a, there's such a variety of law. You can be totally... Anal retentive and be a corporate attorney, yeah. a tax attorney, you told me, a real estate attorney. You told me um, the best, the most like, hot, like oh, patent law. Patent law. If Make you, all the money in patent law. So if you, you can be major a, in science and then go to law school and then do patent law. Yeah, if you get like um, a master's in chemistry or biology or something scientific and a law degree at the same time, you just... At the same time, that's too many times. You start right out. Up there, way up there, two hundred making lots of thousands money. of you know, because patent attorneys make the big bucks. They but make the big bucks. you have to have that right kind of brain, and I don't, you know, that would have been too boring for me. Tell the story. You wanted to be a vet. I wanted to be a veterinarian, but I had a very poor chemistry background, and you had to have um, organic chemistry mm. to get out of so you're you're kind of college. i can see, i can hear you lawing your way around what happened you were at college and you flunked organic chemistry or you got no, a b or no, c no i no i i started taking it and realized i didn't have good, my background in chemistry was and too you, weak you went to a good high school they yes, not but they didn't you? have chemistry in high school i had physics they didn't have chemistry in well, high they, school yeah they did but i d- took physics instead dork yeah which i loved yeah did you love physics yeah of course i married my husband maybe i married my mother yeah okay so and then how did you decide to change your major tell that story well i could see i wasn't going to get into vet school Mm -hmm. because you want to be a veterinarian and i had freshman year taken some what was it history social studies political science political science courses i aced them because I can repeat what I hear mm. really well, and teachers love to have their own phrases <laughs> repeated in the little blue books you fill out for midterms. <laughs> Good for you. So you're uh, like a parrot. Yeah. Didn't someone come visit you and talk to you about a possible change of careers, all the way from Holland. Europe? Yeah, my father. Yeah. 
Okay, this is saw. the freaking story. I'm yeah. feeding the witness. This is a story. She, this is what happens when you have people who are in your family on your podcast. They tell you stories over dinner, over and over again, your whole childhood. And the one time you're like, this is a great story. Tell it into a microphone. They forget it. Well, yeah. <laughs> She's well, not even drinking. She's completely sober. Sober as a judge. <laughs> tell the story. Well, let's see. It was my, after my first semester sophomore year, I did very well freshman year. Because the high school I went to literally was, was, I repeated the classes in my freshman year. The same mm, books and English class. It was crazy. Oh, wow. But my parents were not attuned enough to realize that they were sending me, school, me to school in New York State because we lived in Massachusetts mm-hmm. where the drinking age was 21. And in New York State, the drinking age mm-hmm. was 18. She and picked I her... was already 18. <laughs> <laughs> she, picked, she picked her school where she could go get drinky. Yeah. I didn't know. Not on purpose. I was picking a school that was uh, famous for getting kids into vet school and medical school. You, re- you did? Yeah. You were, so you were good at picking colleges even then. Because you helped to. so many of my friends. Yeah. Okay. So then I, and I got into the school. So I went. But then... That whole thing with the chemistry didn't work out. So, but so my freshman year was high, highly alcoholic. Oops, a daisy. Yeah, and then my first semester sophomore year, when I really got into the real hard science classes, I realized this isn't going to work. And my father flew from Holland, where he was working, the Netherlands, mm-hmm. to Utica, New York, which is hard to get to. How many commuter jets is that? How many propeller planes? Yeah, they go into New York City and then hope that Mohawk Airline was still able to get to you Stop know. hitting the table. I only know about Mohawk because they, they were in Mad Men. Yeah. Oh. They used to call it died. Slowhawk. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, burn. They followed the throughway up and then turned and came down. Um. <laughs> the airplane followed the throughway. That's what they say. They didn't get above the clouds. Yeah. So he comes and he gives me a pep talk and he surprised. Did he surprise you or tell you it's coming? No, totally surprised. Surprised me. you from Holland? Yeah, in the middle of the winter he... in 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 Winterland up there. Where did you like? Was he waiting for you in the d- bottom of your dorm? Like, what was the moment where you're like, I think that's my dad. I, I think he was waiting for me in the lounge when I came back from class. Did, did he have an overcoat and a hat in his hand? <laughs> In a suitcase? I don't remember that part. I'm having a mad We went experience. out to dinner. We talked about everything. I told him my plan for changing majors. He thought that was a good idea. Told me not to get discouraged. Oh. That was good. That's a, like, that's a really long way to go for yeah. a pep talk. Yeah. Well, he always was the primary parent yeah. in, in my childhood. He taught me how to change fuses, build patios, fix the lawnmower. Yeah, girl stuff. I was an only child, so I was... <laughs> Everything. Yeah. So He'd go on business you trips. You were a wonderful son. <laughs> He'd say, take care of your mother. Yes. Yeah. Your poor mom, she had probably depression. depression. Yeah. I, can, I can relate. Yeah. And <laughs> I remember she felt better later in life. And she told me that she didn't give you the best years of her life. And then she mm-hmm. said, because, quote, unquote, Oprah hadn't been invented yet. So she didn't, <laughs> she didn't know she wasn't supposed to be on the sofa I don't think Martha Stewart was around either. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, golly. Um, okay, so that's a great story. And then you started a sorority at your college. Was yes. that freshman year when you were getting no, when you that were booze hound mama? Like, that, was, that was after the meltdown. So that was second oh, semester you called sophomore. It, you just called it a full-blown meltdown. <laughs> well, it sort of was. Were you crying? Yeah. I, 
I don't remember, but I'm sure I was depressed. The last time I saw you cry is when I was little and I jumped up and I hit you in the nose trying <laughs> to give you a kiss. <laughs> broke, broke my nose, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry, um, mommy. <laughs> yeah, well, there was there were sororities then. It was the late 60s. There was like two different kinds of people at school. There was a Peter Pan collar girls and there was... Sluts. <laughs> Like an animal house, the sororities. Preppy. In that, yeah. Was that preppy? Or was that prior to preppy? Because preppy is the 80s. Yeah. They, Conservative. They, they looked like... Oh, I had to look up what that meant. Peter. A Peter Pan collar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. A white little thing and with And the plaid, mm-hmm. plaid wool skirt with the the knee socks and the, sh- yeah. the loafers. Ask and him for it. And then there was the... <laughs> yeah, but then there also was bell bottoms, bell, you know, like leather vest. Um hippies hippies long hair yeah so the the only sororities were these peter pan collar girls and we were sort of more the hippie group and so we started our own group of girls Sai mm-hmm. iota how do you oh Cy, so okay yes i iota iota um and we our pin of course everybody had these beautiful gold oh yeah we get enameled pins we used a safety pin as our pin Mm -hmm. and we did it basically so we could be in the contest they had um beer chugging contests the fraternities (laughs) the fraternities did and (laughs) not with the other sororities no until we started competing in them no none of the sororities yeah they're not beer chugging they're gonna get it on their cashmere this already sounds like a good pitch for a movie where you're like (laughs) you make your own like like low rent sorority and you're like we only did this because we want to go get hammered and go out drink well we had several uh Young ladies who oh are you saying that sarcastically? <laughs> <laughs> who could literally just open their mouth and swallow a beer? Yeah, like open their throat. Yeah, and they I've could heard t- of they could tale. shoot a beer, which is where you take the beer can and you. We want to show. I'll get you a beer can, Mom. Yeah, you want to do it? Start, yeah, at yeah, the yeah. bottom, and you go like that. I could, shotgun. I was shotgun. not one of them. I was not one of them. I okay, was like the cheering coach for the, <laughs> for this group of women. You're good at yelling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, we never really won, but we were second a couple times out of eight fraternities. Fraternities, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Once again, great pitch for a movie. Yeah, and did you have a girl on there named Dump Truck? <laughs> With <Yeah>. her nickname? <laughs> no. And we um, also learned skills. Like, I think those was left over from my father. I could tap a keg. I could do... Your father taught you to tap a keg? Well, just you, the, the engineering part, I understood. Oh, okay. And this is when you used to have a big rod that you had to stick down through the keg. And if you didn't do it right, the rod could shoot up in the air and kill somebody. Oh, my gosh. I stayed. <laughs> Before the Hofstevens Stevens tap, which was just a turn thing. Um, so, I didn't know about the rod. I just knew, I didn't know about the... <laughs> Who is this woman? Yeah. <laughs> like, she always comes up with this weird information, always. And we knew how to, like, kegs were in giant metal things we used to mm-hmm. get only bought a half a keg usually but third floor of a of a dorm you had to like roll it up the stairs and then you could not tap it then because it, go- it blow bubbly. so you have to take it in the shower and put cold water on it for a half an hour okay and then you can tap it oh. things like that you're They're like very a useful sommelier of kegs <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. well you could get a 15 gallons was in a half keg you could get one for 15 dollars 
That's so cheap. Yeah. Well, at old fashioned times, money was more valuable though. <laughs> that was probably buy you a house back then in the seventies. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't know how much. You, yeah, you don't, you, don't, you don't know what money is anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I survived college and I went to law but school. That sorority is still going. I know. I was shocked at that. I thought it would die when the last, you know, our our founders graduated. Yeah. And it's it's still I think there. the concept of being. The, the nerdy outsiders that weren't all mm-hmm. worried about getting a date all the time and knew that their their, their goal the day after they graduated was to get married mm-hmm. or to get pinned or get engaged. I think yeah. that sort of caught on. Yeah. Well, I think again. that's part of that generation, yeah. that transition. You yeah. have a great – your college years makes for a great story. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I know I I am hearing this whole thing like this is perfect. It's set yeah. in a great time of like oh, old was, school old school antics, and then you know you're in a smaller town, and you definitely like you know getting all the mm-hmm. all the women that aren't wanting to just like immediately get like mm-hmm. bed down and married. That's perfect. You yeah. get a lot of good oh, characters. But it in was there. A, a period of time when like in that upstate New York rural community, you had to practically um, try to. To scare the doctor she went to oh. into saying you were going to sue them if you they wouldn't give you birth control pills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it was they, their morals. You know, were going to take over what was going to happen, and you're like, no. <laughs> Wow, yeah. yeah. Well, I think if you were starting to sue people when you're an undergrad, <laughs> I think the writing was on the wall about what you were going to go into. You do get spicy sometimes. We were at a tapas restaurant in Bethesda, Maryland in 2001. And you're like, it was very crowded and you wanted a place to sit. And you said something like there's some law about if you are serving alcohol and there's not a place to sit, we can sue them. Like, what? <laughs> I think it had been a long day for you and your back yeah. was hurting. <laughs> yeah. Go with what you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I heard, um, I saw this interview with Meryl Streep and she, I don't know what, how old, can you see how old Meryl Streep is? Because she talks about uh, being at school at the same time period and deciding like, if you got asked on a date, girls would cancel plans with their girlfriends. And She's, then the, the, her and her friends decided, that's crazy. My girlfriends are just as important as some date. She's 74 right now. How old are you, Mom? 74. Oh, my gosh. I knew that. I was just testing you. And when I you. started school, there was a boys' dorm and a girls' dorm, and the boys couldn't go near the girls' dorm after 11 o'clock at night. And the front door of the dorm was locked at midnight. Well, all the dorms are locked now because of killers. Well, this was so that, you know, the girls were supposed to get in. And we were on the first floor, and all the screens on the windows, they were slide-over windows, were welded shut except the one on our room. Oh, that sounds like a fire trap. Which we discovered, and we told people so oh, that you were in, you two in the morning. hallway. <laughs> it was like the Underground Railroad. Oh, my God. <laughs> We get knocking on people knocking on our window, and we get up, open the window, pop out the screen, get the desk chair, put the desk chair outside so they could climb in the window. Oh, <laughs> you're a team builder. That's good. You must, you must, been, people must have liked you then. And that's why you could start your sorority because you had all these people who owed you. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah, yeah. And Great. then, like the second year, maybe it was the second or third year. All of a sudden, open dorms. They still had all the girls on one side and the boys on the other, but it wasn't like this yes. closed off mm-hmm. rule. But I think what caused that was the night that we all sat 
in the common ground in the middle and watch the draft, the, oh. the, the lottery. For Vietnam. For, for Vietnam. And pe- so and people literally, boys who got numbers below 150, got up and left, got their stuff, and went home. Because they not were going to spend the last whatever days they had at in college Utica, New York, <laughs> before they go to Vietnam. <laughs> right. That's what I mean. Yeah. And and like oof. I knew people that were killed. My resident advisor's fiance was killed. Um, I mean, it was we, you know, it was just like being hit in the head. And I marched on Washington and was in the back of the crowd somewhere, you know, like this huge, you couldn't Did you stay at a monk? Did you stay at a monastery? A monastery. Yeah. And were women allowed to stay in a monastery? Well, they the monastery it, business was pretty low then. They were having trouble getting recruits. Shocker. And so they had a whole dorm that wasn't okay. used anymore. So they put us, like six girls, we all came together in a bus. In that everyone moved building, around the country, and then the guys the were 70s. in the other building. But we had to go to the other building to eat, and it was like a maze. And apparently, we walked somewhere that we shouldn't have walked. And then there was all this Uh-oh. thing about they had to get it reconsummated, whatever. Concent- they had to get somebody important in to bless it again because women had walked through this. Yeah, hall. with your periods and the law books. I don't know. So you're Jesus. once again. I'm just making this pitch. <laughs> so after you all sat there and watched people like get drafted to Vietnam, right. you all went to go protest and and like a very well known protest, yeah. and you stayed at a monastery. And the six women that you or you and the six women literally like messed up an area of like a. This is such a good comedy pitch. You got some good drama in there too with the times. This is. I'm just like. And when yeah. and when we were. At the protest, at there, we walked to it, you know, like, or we got a ride, and then we walked for a long way and got to where we were. When people had to go to the bathroom, they weren't really prepared. Is this before porta pots were invented? Well, we never saw one. And, well, maybe. And um, so if they were inside, they people would pick them up, and you'd... Oh, push them to the out of the crowd, crowd of surf. the crowd, so they could find a bush out there somewhere. And they had big bushes themselves, <laughs> so it was bush on bush action. <laughs> it was like, okay, this is it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and all that grabbing when you have to pee—that's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. On the, um, oh, I can't think of the name of the movie. Um, Forrest Gump. Yeah, yeah. I can say that was I'm very it, realistic. Like, His, you yeah. know, like. That whole the view mm-hmm. all the way down with the with the water in the middle. Pool. Yep. Yeah, that was exactly what it was like. Mm. Okay, and then okay. I have a question about the crowd surfing to pee. Come on, dude. This is riding <laughs> itself. That's such a good <laughs> crowd surfing. Will you tell the, uh, about the stories about the pranks you and dad pulled when you were at college? Something about trash bags and green paint? Oh well, yeah, we <laughs> in the middle of the winter you get bored and I was um stage manager of the theatrical production. You were? Yeah. Um, and I think your father was in it. I'm not sure. But anyway, he wait, was wait, also... Real quick, I'm going to tell the story how you met. Because I'm going to tell it. Because, you... yeah, y'all, y'all met in college? They yeah, met we in met college. in college in the, in the dorm. Um, I don't... It must he have... was singing Camelot. Camelot in the common room. And you walked in and you're like, if that man's not gay... <laughs> 
he's mine. Because <laughs> he knew the words, because he had been in that production. Yeah. And he was a good singer. Um, yeah, so uh, so he had access to garbage bags, big ones. Because he worked in the kitchen. He worked in the kitchen. He was the head dumper. What? In the kitchen. That's, <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> okay, so if you're work-study and you work in the kitchen doing dishes, you want to be on uh, the line with somebody that knows what they're doing, which was Carl, my husband, um, because they start uh, – there's a, there's a dishwasher at one end of this long thing, and at the other first other end, there's a garbage can. Mm-hmm. And – you have like four people lined up, and it's the dumper that has to be fast because he hands the dish to the next person who puts it in the machine and pushes the machine through. And then it literally goes maybe just like as long as this table, and it comes out the other end clean. At the dishwasher. Very hot. Mm-hmm. And then there's a person that takes them out and puts them in the little yeah, with rolling no more fingerprints things. anymore because they've been burned off by yeah. the hot dishes. <laughs> right. So you got paid for two hours' work, and if Carl was the dumper – you were out of there in an hour and 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. he's fast with his hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Dad. Don't drop the dishes in there. <laughs> so that was, uh, I met him because he was singing, but then I started to like him because I he worked on the line. <laughs> line with the dumpers. Yeah. Yeah. And then so he got the garbage bags and I had the. Powdered paint is what they used on the oh, set. Oh, on scenery. Yeah, on scenery. I got a box of green, and we went down you know, into the pub area where he was working, and we mixed it up in the garbage bags. And then we walked from the union back to the dorm, mm-hmm. painting the snow the, drifts you, all the way. Did you pop holes in the bottom of the mm-hmm. bag so it would like slowly un? Come so, out all over the snowdrifts. Was it like a, a long, a large sprinkle? So you made like a instead of a yellow brick road, it was a green brick road, or was it just it was a on both sides of the sidewalk? And it was in like the snow. green snakes <laughs> <laughs> going for a long way, okay, a long way, hundreds of yards. Yeah, before you ran out of out of paint, paint in the bags. Yeah, and good, then good clean fun. Yep, good fucking fun. Yep. What about the one with the straws and the water fountain? That was just me and the girlfriends. Mm-hmm. We had a girl we didn't particularly like. Uh-oh. My mom's a bully. You're hearing it first here. <laughs> what she mean? She wouldn't let people jump in and out of her she window? She took her job as being the uh, head of the door, the floor a little too serious. Was she wearing yeah. a Peter Pan collar? Yes. Ooh. Yes. She was one of the people in there. Yeah. So we got a whole bunch of straws, and we stuck them all together, and we put them in the water fountain that was in the middle of the—it was an H-shaped floor— and we wedged on the water, and the water ran through the straws, and we stuck a straw under her door. And her <laughs> desk was on the opposite side of the room, so she didn't notice the water until the water had seeped all the way across the this floor. terrazzo floor yeah. to did, her feet. I've done the same thing with a shower that was poorly designed in Italy. <laughs> it yeah. went all the way into the hall. And we'd, we had plenty of time to totally disappear into our rooms before yes. we heard the screaming. It Did was, she scream? Oh, yeah. yeah. Did she ever find out it was you? No, no. Never found out it was us. Well, she, now she will. Is she still alive? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> Do you remember her name? No. I don't remember anyone's name. No, okay, no. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. And then there was um, something that my friend did, Uh-oh. which was quite funny. She On the third floor, this, the rooms had 
uh, cathedral ceilings. Oh, pretty fancy. Tall, Utica. You know? Yeah. It's an, I was okay. higher. When you said Utica College, I was imagining cinder block walls, prison. <laughs> there were brick. It was brick buildings. Yeah. And it was no part cinder of, block interior or did you have drywall? Drywall. Oh, fancy. It was part of Syracuse University. Oh, okay. So she had had a, I don't know, joking fight, not really a fight. She took Tampex. Yes. Got them wet. Yes, I'm on board. I've done this. Flipped them up. Into you, the cathedral ceiling. You, tw- you twirl and you flick and they stick. Yeah. It's like uh, I can tell a spaghetti's done. And it was so tall that they, they wanted to get them down, but they couldn't get them down because they couldn't find something to reach them. And then, of course, on parents' weekend, <laughs> when her parents are in the room, several of them decided to flop to the floor. Yeah, they dried out. They dried out enough. Tampons <laughs> <laughs> falling from the cathedral ceiling on parents' weekend. Yeah. Come on yeah. here. <laughs> So that was entertaining. That's a good time. Yeah. If you tell me you had like a, a constant battle with the dean, we're canceling the next guest <laughs> and we're just sitting down and we're starting to write this script. Well, uh, can you tell? Okay, so another thing I think is interesting about your life um, is you guys used to go to some sort of car race and then have a Watkins turkey Glen. a turkey dinner there. Yeah. Can you explain what's going on with this thing? Um, well, Watkins what kind of Glen still race? is is. A, a Can-Am. Can, uh, they have several races at Watkins Glen. This is Glen. the 70s. I've seen pictures. My father still has hair and a beard, a big yeah, red beard. Yeah. Well, they still have can. They still have Watkins Glen. It's still yeah. a racetrack. But you're not going there and we staying don't go in there. camper vans and having yep. a full dinner. Well, we had like maybe 30 people that would all camp in a big square. And we'd put a volleyball net up in the middle. And we had a cook tent. And we had a destroylet. A destroylet? <laughs> Which is a propane toilet. Mm. Wait, what? Do you let your you let your duties on fire? After you don't not while. <laughs> <laughs> did, was this a real product you could buy, or did Dad? Yeah, invent you can it? still get them. Okay. That's what they have in those tiny houses. Oh, really? Yeah. You just burn your turds up. Yeah, it's a, they have chemical ones now, but it used to. You could also have ones that was propane mm. chemical toilet. I've heard of chemical toilets. Yeah. yeah. So we had that. We had like a separate little tent for that. And we had a cook tent, and we cooked full full breakfast every day, bacon and eggs and toast. And we had a generator, and then we'd have volleyball for a long time. We had beer on t- tap. Mm. And the only um, complaint was that there was just a lot of car noises. <laughs> you got there <laughs> because, like, the literally. A quarter of a mile away, they were racing cars. <laughs> so you guys just like camping and partying. Yeah. 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 And there was, my uncle had a VW van. Uh, pop-up van. Yeah. Thing, yeah, with a bed and everything in it. Did you play um, field hockey at college? I did. And lacrosse. Okay. No, not at college. In, in high school. In high school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you have any more college stories so we can write our, our screenplay before I ask you <laughs> what kind of nerd you are? Yeah. yeah. Any uh, more good college stories? I don't think so. Did you scare a horse to death in the no, no, like, no. animal house? No, no. <laughs> Did okay. Uh, I was going to ask who got pregnant, but that's different. Um, the oh my gosh, I do remember Dad saying like you guys would on Sunday morning, Saturday mornings, watch some sort of kids show while you were hungover. Um. Yes. One banana, two banana, three banana, four. Yeah, the banana splits. Yeah. Do you That's know what that is? That one. Yeah. Four okay. bananas make a split. Yep. I, I used to have bad insomnia as a kid, so I watched a lot of Nick at Night. Yeah. Well, this 
Oh, so it must have been recreated from the seventh and the seventh. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So Nick and Knight would they just played old reruns old, of old like reruns. old of, mm-hmm. of older like you know shows from you know yeah not always shows that used to be made for kids but just old shows. Oh, yeah. So I watched a lot of banana like uh, banana splits, the monkeys, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, Three's Company. I think we should say here though that my father slept in a toga for a spell. That's what Nana, Nana told me, and then he would sleep on the sofa in a toga when she y'all came to visit. No. Okay. That well, Nana's not here to defend herself. She's no, on the other but, side. You know, she has had issues. <laughs> yeah. Talk about my nerdiness. Okay. We're going to talk about your nerdiness. I do. But real quick, tell the story about your um, the toga parties and the time you turned our basement into a beach in upstate New York in February. <laughs> well, you know, after. It was at the 80s. We were. So you guys were partiers <laughs> in the 70s and you're still partying in the 80s. Well, the 70s was and a lot, of, lot of law school and moving and having a baby and then. Early 80s, we tried to recreate some of our college fun by having I can relate. a toga party mm-hmm. because we had learned a lot about um, punches. Destroyer punch. Destroyer punch, which is one part vodka, one part gin, one part pink lemonade. <laughs> Jesus. It makes you thirsty. Yeah. Which is because of pink lemonade. And it looks very harmless. And it, it is, is it the same color when you throw it up later? <laughs> Probably, yeah. yeah. A pink color. So that was the one of the ones. And then the other one we used was called Gas, uh-huh. which is Boone's Farm Apple Wine what? and Vodka. Those are two. 50-50. And it sort of um, it smoke radiates like yeah. gasoline does. Boone's Farm is rough. Yeah. Yeah. And if you really want to have fun, you put dry ice in it. Throw some dry ice. Did in you it. wrap it in gauze so dry ice didn't burn anyone's stomach? Nope. Or it was the seventies <laughs> and you, no one cared. They didn't know. Like, yeah. Now they're in their yeah. their seven their seventies. They're like, why do I have an ulcer? <laughs> no. So the, the, and then we had a pool, we had a, a beach party in February. It was probably tw- twenty below zero in upstate New York, and I had this great idea because we had a cement floor downstairs. We hadn't put the rug in yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the lower level of the That's house. That's where I lived. It had, um, our house was on a slant, so it wasn't like a basement. It was, it was more in a like hill. A the whole up. house was not slanted. <laughs> True. It was built into a hill. Right. So uh, <laughs> I had this great idea that if I just bought bag sand, I could just fill up the hole downstairs like a beach. And in my mind, I'm thinking, and when I'm done, I'll just bring the wheelbarrow in and shovel the sand in and roll it out. So we did that. We put all the sand in. We had a mural painted on the wall with palm trees. We turned the heat up to about 80 this, in the house. Heat people lamps. came. Yeah, heat lamps. You had a big bar down there. A big bar. People came in in like fur coats and underneath they had bathing suits on. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a great party. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the next couple of days i realized that the wheelbarrow did not fit through the door <laughs> into the house so i had to use five gallon buckets and shovel the sand up for weeks and i think years later we still had sand and sand the, is invasive on the stairs. Yeah, 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 it's like yeah. litter yeah going upstairs but have you ever, so funny have you ever seen yeah. anyone doing cocaine in person no neither have i i hear once you see somebody you see it everywhere oh yeah no, i'm not looking for it right it's yeah. like ghosts yeah okay mama Nerd. 
Mayor Ma, yeah. I'm going to ask you several questions to determine what kind of nerd you are. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, these are so not for you. <laughs> now that I'm looking at this. Okay. Well, let me talk about my plant nerdness. Oh, we're almost out of time. Okay, well, let me talk. I gotta plants? talk about my plant nerdness. Okay, this, I'm flashing back to my childhood where we were riding our horses and you're like, Amy, what kind of tree is this? Because it's Answer rude wisely. not to know. <laughs> we live with these things. It's rude not to know their names. That's so cute. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, plants are actually have to be more adaptable than animals because they can't move their feet. They can't get out of the sun. They can't get into the shade. They can't do what they want to, except for the walking palm, which does move and walk. But that's one plant out of a lot of plants. And it's uh, interesting what people, humans, have done with plants. They talk about native plants, and they talk about historic gardens, and, the, and it kills me because the history of garden is rich people hiring people to travel mm-hmm. to the Orient and find a plant, right? They're going to find a plant and, and bring, bring it, it back. back. And then it's going to be the plant that everybody has to have. And that's the history of gardening. That's like pine- a pineapple. People used to rent them yeah. for their parties. Yeah. And and then there's also the rich who do gardens like Winotaur and Longwood. And nobody had the guts to say to Mr. DuPont, hey, Henry, don't so, put the dark purple one next to the orange one. No, the azaleas <laughs> that he brought over from uh, Korea. It's like, okay, yeah, it's lovely. Oh, wow, it's wonderful. I know. Yeah. Well, they were all on like, drugs back then. <laughs> I don't know. Snuff and all that. Well, but every plant is a weed somewhere. Yes. I, that's the part where, like, oh, it's a weed. Like, and it, every plant is a weed somewhere. somewhere. It means. Yeah. What, how do you feel about grass? I'm I'm very angry at grass. It's so expensive, and it's not it's you're not supposed to really have it. But if you take it all out, you look like a hippie. Well, and that depends what you put in. It has to be like just crazy stuff growing everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. Um, I love hippies. Shout out hippies. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that like it looks like you're uh, unwell, and no yeah. one no one at home is taking care of anything. Yeah. Okay, that's enough about plants. Fascinating. <laughs> Sorry, I, mean, well, I think just, I just think she just wants to keep talking about plants. I can no, see. I, I, I she just finally think, got a no. forum here. <laughs> well, yeah, I just think people should know the name of trees. People should encourage their children to learn. We're still learning the names of pronouns, and We're not just, on people still. Yeah, but they're going to be here longer after long after people. You know, like what's your yeah. fa- what's your favorite tree? That's a great question. Well, there's so many different kinds of oaks. I love all oaks like there's like 50 different kinds of maples too i mean mm-hmm. it's you have to uh admire a tree because you see what the power company does to them along the road and you think oh you think you have a bad hair day <laughs> look what they did to that tree and it still goes okay i can't grow this way i'm gonna go this way all right here i go i'm still alive i'm gonna keep trying <laughs> they, have, they have much more grit than people do. Yes, <laughs> it's like there's no no choice. I heard to survive. From, I heard that from a psychic medium. They were talking. There was a she channeled um, a hippie guy who said that's how plants feel. Like they're just need to grow in a different direction. Her face. Her face. Whenever you said I heard that from a psychic medium, she was just like, "I love my daughter." 
<laughs> Just think that I love my daughter. We went to a psychic medium together and we talked to your dead father. Do you no, remember? we didn't talk to him. He, 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 she agreed with me about his signs. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me back it up. Uh, the lawyer was right. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. You had you were getting signs, and I was getting signs. It was different. Yes. Yeah. Well, I didn't know they were signs. I thought I just had a kink in my neck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna ask you some questions. Okay. Okay. Have you ever tried to ride a, a unicycle? Yes. Oh, that's okay. I might have, okay, yes, unicycle. How did that go? Was that in the 70s? Boy, very badly. Was it in Washington, D.C., in the monastery? No, it was in Massachusetts when I was a kid. That was bad. Did you hit your... You f- don't try to ride a unicycle on a gravel driveway. No. Uh, yeah, that was... But oh, I, see, I didn't have any supervision, so... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was there a neighbor boy that brought it over and no, that wanted you to get... I think my father brought it or something. I don't know. Oh, that's yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, have you ever played a woodwind instrument? I've tried, but I haven't succeeded. What it. was it? A clarinet. Back, that back right? in, Is that like, a woodwind? Yeah. yeah. Was yeah. that back in uh, middle school or something yeah. when they make you do those? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a to soldering iron? Have you ever soldered? Uh, no, I don't own a soldering iron, but I have tried to solder, yes. I can see that about you. I was almost going to. It's almost like a glue gun. Yeah, it's a fancy glue gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a cape? Yes. Yes, and I bought you another yeah. one. Because <laughs> yeah. she has two frozen shoulders, and she can't put on a jacket. So I bought her a cape that's waterproof. <laughs> it has a George Morris plant thing on it. Yes, uh, William Morris. William Morris. William yeah. Morris yeah. design. Uh, have you ever held a ferret? Yes. Oh, who's ferret? Or is it personal? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember whose it was, but it was. they had one, and... I, but age, which I wanted age? to feel what it felt like. Yeah, girl, get in there. <laughs> was it dad with his quick hands? It's soft hands, and it's, it seems like it was undernourished. I don't know. They are very, they feel thin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have a coin collection? Yeah, pennies. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> this, this is how you find out your family's crazy. You have the money oh, on podcast. Oh, have silver dollars, too. You have Why did you think you found your attra- your husband attractive? <laughs> I know, right? Because <laughs> he made me laugh all the time. Oh no, he's just asking about me because oh. I married oh. Kenton. Oh yeah. <laughs> but it's you. Yeah, as a man. Oh. Uh, do you have a sword? Have you ever held a sword? Of course, your father has a sword. And my father has a sword from, from his military, military school. school. Yeah, because someone got caught smoking, and had to go away to military <laughs> school. Well, no, he actually. He, he, they didn't believe him. He told the truth what was the about tr- where he had been. They oh. thought he was with somebody that he shouldn't have been with. And he told them the truth that he wasn't with that guy. Oh. And they didn't believe him and sent him away to military school. Who was the guy? One of his friends. I don't oh. know. The plot thickens. Uh, do you know Morse code? No. Do Have you ever had an aquarium or a terrarium? An aquarium. You did? Mm-hmm. Like when you're young? Yeah. Well, this is a fun game. Have you ever been to camp? Oh, yeah. What camps did you go to? I went to camps in Maine. No, like was it band camp, Bible camp, riding camp, space camp, math camp? It was get this kid away from us camp. <laughs> <laughs> Good old-fashioned parenting. My mother wanted to sleep through the summer, so I was she, send the kid Someone keeps eating our food. <laughs> Could it be? Why well, I was why. WCA camp one time, and then it was a camp that had horses, so I was that's happy about not, that's that. That's when one. you got you're nerdy for horses. I am nerdy. We for didn't horses. talk about that. Yeah, real quick. Uh, so you went to camp. You rode horses for the first time. You got fell in love. Oh, and I 
I rode horses when I lived in Mass- in New Jersey for a short period of time, too. Okay. Well, and then you didn't... So when did you buy your first horse? When I was in law school. hey And then when did you have me? Um, 19... While well, I was out of law school for, what, a year so and a half? So the horse was more important. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to have a baby while I was in law school. Let's say that. Did you ride a horse while you were pregnant with me? Yes. And did you fall off? And no. is that why I can't spell? <laughs> you can't spell because I can't spell. <laughs> Maybe We're you... genetically un- unspellable. Were you riding horses before you had to wear a helmet? And then you got felt you fell off. I... And then you, then you couldn't spell after that. And the genetics somehow the, got shook. The whole helmet thing that is only important if you wore a helmet after what was the year that Drew Malavese made the helmets safe. Probably 1980. Oh People wore helmets before. But they were decorative. But they would just break your nose. Oh. They were useless. Okay. Yeah. And you'd still have a bucket. But it was brain fashionable. Because then people would say you were an equestrian because you had a helmet on. You know what? I think we should just all wear helmets all the time and we look <laughs> professional. <laughs> um, do you like Disney, Mom? That's kind of after your time. Do you like Disney? Did your dad and mom take you to Disney World? No, I don't even think. I think the only one was in California when I was a little oh, kid. <laughs> yeah. Did your parents take you on any vacations? Uh, or was it the Depression? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know you're not that I went old. to camp. <laughs> I went to camp. And then I got shipped to my grandparents in Vermont, which was nice. Is that why you never sent me to camp? Is because you were shipped off to camp? No, because you were too busy in the summer. You didn't want to give up the the theater thing, and I didn't want you to give up the horse thing. And, yeah, yeah, we had a lot of pony club in we're the busy. summertime. Yeah. Have you ever framed a puzzle? <laughs> no. Okay, this but is I've a whole done thing. Puzzles. No, because you have a pult- You now have a puzzle culture, and you and your friends get together in your pajamas and do puzzles. Sometimes in our pajamas, but a well, lot that's of what times- I've noticed. And so there's the phase where you get into birds, you start getting upset when people don't know what the names of trees are. <laughs> <laughs> that was always. And then, then, yeah, that was always. And then you start going to your friend's house already in your pajamas. Did you brush your teeth before you go or was it in the she morning? She came to my house. In her pajamas for puzzle time. Yeah. Okay. As you know what? Y'all because are- your father made bacon. That's a good reason, yes. And you don't know how to cook, so if someone makes bacon, you got to go to the house. <laughs> when the microwave broke, she lost ten pounds. <laughs> no, but I, before that, people—if <laughs> I lost my scissors, I would, I would starve to death because everything was those bag things that you dropped into the hot water. Yeah, oh, I remember we had. Um, Before the, microwaves, we had the yeah. oven, the oven dinners where you had to put it, the tin foil mm-hmm. in the oven. It took an hour. This is the longest hour of my my entire life was waiting for my my dinner to come out of the oven. This was yeah. before Dad had time to cook. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And then one time, my mom tried to boil eggs, and then she went for a ride on her horsey, and I heard popping in the upstairs. So I came out of my dungeon bedroom <laughs> up to the main level, and. I was so little, I couldn't even see into the pot. Mm. And I picked up the pot and I put it onto a stool and because the eggs were pouncing and cracking because there was no water left in the eggs. And I burned the top of that stool. It was a vinyl stool because mm-hmm. it was the 70s. <laughs> and um, I remember we had that stool forever afterwards. I remembered mm-hmm. that day. Yep. 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 So yep. I stopped the house from burning down. You did. Good job. 
Yay. But you also brought your pony into the The downstairs. pony fit in the house. It's not my fault. And it was, this is what happens when you have a... So you could go to the bathroom. I had to tinkle real bad. <laughs> and it was on the main level. So I knew it was a cement floor and the pony wasn't going to collapse through the wood. No, no, no. And she just sat in there. She was chill. That <laughs> was a good pony when she wasn't trying to kill me. Um, did you ever dress in a costume when you were like, inst- like not for Halloween? Were you a oh, goth yeah, kid? Yeah, I went to toga parties and not for costume. a party. Like you're gonna go to your class dressed as a wacko because your daughter did that in middle school and you let her. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. You were wearing here. clothes. You didn't wear clothes for five years. They are scratchy. I have a tag on right here. I've got a tag right here, and it's all I can think about. <laughs> she do cartwheels across the living room naked during parties uh, that's <laughs> it's, a floor, it's a floor show you've, talk, you've talked about your family's naked time yeah you guys are naked a lot it was the 70s okay um have you ever made your own clothes ha 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 no have you ever written fan fiction no uh <laughs> have you ever had a birthday party for a pet mm, yes who I think we had a birthday party for Galley, maybe, Aww. because there was other dogs that were in the same litter, and we all got together That's and brought fun. our dogs from the same litter to have a party. That's back when you were partying. Yeah. Yeah. Any reason. Um, have you ever made a costume for a pet? No. Yeah, you don't do, like, the classic kind of, well, I think, unless like, it was for your pony when we you did. Oh, oh, yeah, for costume classes. Yeah. yeah. So one time you dressed me as Lady Godiva. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, how old was I? Because it is pornography, five, child pornography. Four or five years I have old. a picture of it. It's a snapshot. And I'm wearing pantyhose. Up above there. To my nipple line and <laughs> nothing else. Just. Oh, no, you had a big blonde wig. A big blonde wig. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A big blonde wig. That and, covered up most of your body. And pantyhose. And pantyhose. So nips out. Five-year-old girl. sitting on a bear rug on top of a horse. On top of a horse. Pony. Yes. Pony. So the, yeah. the horse was technically wearing more than I was. <laughs> And that's a great picture. I love it. But I can't put that on the internet because I'm going to get tagged. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. Are you into birds and binoculars and all that for what? Looking at birds? Not really binoculars. These are lies birds. because I had dinner with her and she's <laughs> talking about birds the whole time. Do you love Jeopardy? I like birds. Oh, I love Jeopardy. Yeah. I, I watch it every night. You watch it every night? Yeah. No. Where is it on anymore? How do you see it? Is it on regular it's television? It's regular television. Yeah, it's at 7 o'clock. What's his face took over? Yeah. Ken Jennings? Ken Jennings, oh, yeah. the guy that won all the money. Yeah. Good yeah. for him. And he scabbed. Okay, this is a... Um, he what? He scabbed. He broke the... Oh. They, the he, he still, the acting... No, well, it was the writer's strike. Writer's strike. Because oh, they have writers on the show, and he still continued to uh, host the show. Uh-oh. Yeah. But they didn't... They used old questions, I believe. They didn't mm-hmm. try to do themselves, yeah. Um, the, this is the part where I feel like I might be asking something I don't want the know. answer to. I should know, but you might surprise me. Do you have a tattoo? No. Okay, that's what I thought. But you never know because you have um, stories sometimes that come out, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you have some fun stories about like seeing Janis Joplin. I saw Janis Joplin live and with 600 other people in Clinton, New York. Saw Simon and Garfunkel. I saw Jimi Hendrix. Saw Chicago, which turned into when it was Chicago Transit Authority. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> just good saw some good concerts yeah do you, and then you did some you enjoyed the 70s with the drugs and whatnot do you get excited buying school supplies no do okay pick star wars or star trek i guess i'm more familiar with star trek so. yeah because that's what dad has on the television all the time yeah um I'm trying to see i like i don't like loud move, movies yeah everything in star trek is pretty <laughs> chill yeah. yeah did um do <laughs> did um <laughs> sorry i'm giggling my, my favorite movies are uh cookie's fortune uh-huh with glenn close and waking ned divine okay which is hard to irish find. yeah yeah um you also like harvey the um, black yeah, and white well, movie about an imaginary Apuka. bunny apuka that was my nickname it was mm -hmm. from who what in our group oh because dad uh signs the christmas presents to you uh, irish. I irish. irish that's our secret that's our between us. <laughs> like, Duke, i'm irish yeah they have sexy <laughs> names for each other and i had to read it every christmas <laughs> so it was always a bittersweet christmas because that's the only time i saw it your father wasn't very good with christmas presents so so <laughs> I oh yeah one time you put his I put present him in the compactor in the and compactor the yep. and said next year just ask me what I want <laughs> and then what did you ask for next year do you remember well actually no it was that he figured it out because the first that year he gave me like makeup and perfume Ugh. I was like really you don't, you don't know me at all <laughs> next maybe year he I was got, asking for something <laughs> next year I got a manure spreader ooh spread and, that manure yeah and a and a horse blanket. Perfect. <laughs> then one year you got an emerald and diamond ring. Yeah. Yeah. One time I had a birthday party and my mom's like, I have a great idea what these young girls would like to do. They would like to go for a ride in the manure spreader. <laughs> you remember? Well, it's like a hay wagon. It's like a hay wagon, <laughs> but for shit. <laughs> No, well, there was and no shit in enough. it at the time. You put a layer of hay on, a layer of straw on the top, but I think it was, I mean, it smelled. And there was a hole in the manure spreader near the front. You remember the hole? Well, you can see the ground. Well, the manure spreader unloaded itself and we had to get rid of it, yeah. Did it fall apart all the way? It shot itself out the back, yeah. Its, it's own a, bed. Its floor bed. It's yeah. its floor bed out the back. <laughs> Nothing says love like a manure spreader. <laughs> Welcome to the country. Yeah. Um, oh. Have you ever had a card collection? Baseball cards? You're kind of... No. Okay. Um, have you ever held a tropical bird? Yeah. Karma. Oh my gosh, my grandfather had a tropical bird. That's our... It was our bird first. It was your bird first? Yeah, we named it. And then you gave it to them? Yeah. What happened? We changed departments <laughs> in, in college. Could... Yeah. How long did he have well, that bird? Well, went home for the, with Carl for the summer, and then Carl's father didn't want to let go of it. So because they bonded, yeah. like it would, this bird would uh, fly around the house, mm -hmm. and I'm told I, I don't yeah, know if it, it was loose and sit on my grandfather's shoulder and clean his teeth, mm -hmm. and then it would attack my grandmother. Yep, every time she had to wear oven mitts when she was in the house. cooking. Yeah, because it would attack her. Mm -hmm. And then he would take it outside and would fly around and then come back into his shoulder. Yep. And then he would take it into the shower and he said he was going into the rainforest, the rainforest with his tropical bird on his shoulder. Mm -hmm. I am from weird people. <laughs> <laughs> how, you, how, how are we just not putting this together? I'm piecing it together. This, I might have to lay down after this episode. Oh my God. <laughs> um, have you ever had a perfect attendance award? 
I don't think I went to anything that had perfect attendance. Awards. Okay. Yeah. That wasn't a thing back then. Uh, do you have a celebrity crush? <laughs> it's so, no, so girly. It's something no, you, I would not see you doing no. at all. Okay, mom. I because I also know your backstory. I know that you spent a long time with you, with horses. You volunteer a lot, gar- gardening, uh, trail clearing, driving tractors, uh, estate sales, estate sales, memorizing everything that's worth the, the value of. Mm-hmm. You did also like breeding Labradors for, and then uh, showing Labradors and the one with the gun and the water and the dog has to jump out and get the gun dog training. Gu- gun dog training. You're like a weird combo. Okay, who's the guy who in, uh, discovered um, evolution? Do you mean you're in eighteen hundred? Darwin. Darwin. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, you're like. <laughs> This is what I think you are. I think you're a reincarnated British guy from the 1800s. <laughs> you're like, trees, breeding animals. <laughs> we need to respect nature. I'm not going to wear makeup. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're like a nature. Um, well, you like all, history. The makeup thing is all similar to the tattoo thing. Sort of like... you. Here I am. I you get what I am instead right. of changing. And it I at will all. change. I will draw my eyebrows on <laughs> for every episode of Nerdy Four. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how I raised such a girly girl. I'm like such a girly girl. I, I didn't girl. let you wear anything but pants and overalls. Oh my god, you dressed for me years as a little boy. <laughs> And a woman in the grocery store said to me, excuse me, little boy. And I'm like, it's my mom's fault. (laughs) Also, we had the hair issue, too. You cut my hair so short. And I remember one Christmas, you gave me a red sweater. And I started crying because I knew that the um, vendor you bought it from was for boys. It was a boy's sweater. I didn't know that. No. Oh, I went downstairs to cry like a lady. Uh, (laughs) To my hovel. Okay. Yeah. I think you're you're a reincarnated science guy from the 1800s because mm. you were you have a curiosity about electronics well not like like engineering science um making things work and you're like you can you are like the perfect person to be on a ship with going to the canary islands <laughs> <laughs> the beagle islands we're, we're the ones that um that guy, uh, Galapagos. The Galapagos. Galapagos. The, sorry, Galapagos. <laughs> the Galapagos <laughs> Islands. One time. How are you married to a scientist? <laughs> I'm married to a scientist. I know. Uh, one time, uh, we were on vacation. You had the my boys were little, and I was taking a nap because you were taking them so I could take a nap. And I woke up and you had lined up plastic water bottles and then you had a, a roll of duct tape and you had invented bowling for them in the hotel room in mexico <laughs> you're real handy you're a can-do girl you're like a boy scout yeah yeah you go make you'll make something fun happen yep yeah i was, I was in girls friendly for a while but what that, does that mean girls friendly it sounds sort of, inappropriate yeah. it was the episcopal churches girls organization type of thing you're an episcopal <laughs> My my mother was apparently I'm supposed to be. My <laughs> Episcopal. Yes. You got me um, baptized when I was old. I remember it. Yeah. What's up with that? Did Grammy make you do it? Yeah. Oh, there we go. But All it right. worked out because you got married in that church. That's true. Yeah. It's, and good it's a to, beautiful church. It's a beautiful church. Didn't you get married there too? Yes. Oh, that's really lovely. Well, is there anything else you want to add? This is the part where comedians say where people can find them. 
Oh. Do you have a website? Not you really. do speak. You do I talks. do have a website. It's the Genesee Valley Hunt History. Yes. Website. You do history talks about. I do the... history talks about the Genesee Valley Hunt mm-hmm. that I'm the historian for that started in 1876. 1876. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then aren't the coats that the people wear blue because they came back from the Civil War? Well, no. That's what you told me. Not. They're blue because the. Man who started it was very anti-British because he came to America before in the 1700s. And the Continental Army coats were blue and buff. Okay. That's the Revolutionary War. Oh, so, so I've been spewing lies. So instead of red coats like British had. In yep, Virginia. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, Continental Blue and Buff as our colors for the hunt. Yeah. Shout out Genesee Valley Hunt. Yep. It's not. I know people like get upset about fox hunting. They don't kill it on purpose. It's they just let it go. It's not like it's fox they, chasing. Chasing. It, it, it's a dog sport. You it's have to people, like dogs. Yeah. They're so, not dogs. They're hounds. You're not supposed to call them dogs. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. But you can call the ladies riding the horses dogs. Hey oh! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Is that the B word just for everybody? Sorry, I'm just kidding. All right, mommy, I love you so much. Thank you for being on my podcast. And I, right? Is that good? Yeah. I think we got we covered a lot. Yeah. Yeah.